Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is A New World Order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia here with my colleagues from across the seas. One who likes the dogs he has, and the other who doesn't. Correct. I hate those freakish clone science dogs. Love those big dogs with the three heads. <laughs> Actually, like mine are Cerberus. Pe- penguin, penguin hybrids. Yeah, true. All right, well, Can you um, imagine a penguin dog? Oh. I, I can, yeah. I can't. Kind of just a seal, really. Oh, I can. Right? No, no, yeah. I can. Yeah, <laughs> a seal with a beak. <laughs> um, I'm the postman Pat of politics. You guys like my new nickname? I like guys, that. One episode is gone. Uh, Sebastian of the United States of World America. Hello. You hit a win. Mm. And it's a shame that it's going to be so long before you hit another. I will probably forget it before this episode ends. So, <laughs> And I'm Andrew Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And we don't need to tell you why you're here because you're one of the best people in the entire world. You're one of our patrons. And so we're just going to get straight into it. This is the final of the first round of... Managing each other's <laughs> problems. Or being burdened by, <laughs> by, a, by an unpopular governorship. So one of our one of the people that listens to the show is a host of a different podcast on the network. His name's Jack. He's from uh, World, uh, Law and Disorder. And was having a discussion with him about what's been happening. And I made the comment, Andrew's ruining World America. And his response was, mm, is he? <laughs> is he ruining World America? And I was like, Absolutely, without a doubt. It's like, I feel like it was kind of ruined before we got there. I'm like, no, 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 no. I would love to be the man that brings the internet back. <laughs> I want it back. It was a fun bit. We all laughed a lot and it's been punishing ever since. Um, so anyone ready though? Because I haven't picked a topic. Yeah, I do. I Always one. ready because I take my country very seriously, Seb. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because you're going to ruin it anyway. <laughs> it's like, which, which turd do I pick to eat? They're all turds. Wow. <laughs> They're all turds. Well, you're up anyway. If if if, if Zane's going for it, because you're the governor, I'm in a I'm in a generous mood. I mean, I'm in a mood to spend someone else's money. I, right? I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to spoil this, but there is only one correct answer to this. Oh no! Uh, there are three options, but only one's right. Okay. If 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 honestly, if you going in thinking that strict on it, we're probably going to end up agreeing with it, unless it's like something stupid, like statues should be people, sticks and stones. Hey, that's the stones of statues. This is close. Nicholas Condor, a prominent big topian activist and soapbox orator, caused quite a stir last week when he publicly called for the complete extermination of the people of Zainstralia, accusing fellow citizens of being subhuman, immoral, and really ugly too. 
Citizens Against Intolerance, a pressure group aiming to reduce social inequality, has demanded that the government put more resources into combating hate speech. Coincidentally, another society, also called Citizens Against Intolerance, has stood up for Mr Condor, claiming that inhibiting his speeches would be a violation of his right to free speech. Mm, Some good points there. I agree. (laughs) Are you a member of the Citizens Against Intolerance or of Citizens Against Intolerance? (laughs) I'm actually part of a third faction. uh, faction. Called Intolerance for Citizens? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Option... Number one, I can't believe we're even debating this, says Wesley Harris, who was present at the infamous speech. Doesn't it worry you that a man who would obviously be happier if we all died horrible, painful deaths is allowed to walk around in public? Let him continue and he'll cause a riot. Free speech is supposed to protect people, but talking about genocide and killing, well, that doesn't help anyone. It breaks society. It drives us apart. Hate speech is a very serious crime, leader. You can't just ignore it. There's a good reason to not restrict speech in any way. And because people who have ridiculous ideas... And hateful ideas... Will hide otherwise. That's exactly right. They get Mm. exposed when they're not restricted from laying out their their crazy plans. And other people who agree with them also get exposed. It's a good thing. It's a good thing to know who they are. Because they don't stop thinking it if you say you can't think that. Mm. You just don't know what they're thinking. Interesting. So... So many wonderful options on the table already (laughs) and we've just begun. (laughs) So far it is put more resources combating hate speech. And it's not like this guy is funding guys with guns coming out to actually exterminate Zane Stroud. Oh, it's a slippery slope. And as we all know, Zane <laughs> loves a slippery slope argument. <laughs> but all that's, that's just not true. The hate just, slippery slope yeah. argument. <laughs> oh, sorry, I misread the room. But he's just got this crazy idea that all Zane Australians should die and he's yelling it as loudly as he can. Listen, I'm a big advocate for be nice to people. Absolutely. Oh, no, he, he, he's wrong. Yeah. But it would be even worse to stop him from being an idiot. If you could just stop him, if you could, it's so hard. You can't restrict some speech it's without restricting real. all speech. Yeah, and that's the issue. The thing is, it's not real. Yeah. If what? I could restrict just the color red, that's great. But this is more of a case of restricting <laughs> colors rather than just one because you can't just. You can't just oh, no, you isolate can, You can absolutely say these words are illegal. You say these words and you are arrested. But th- with words, <laughs> there's so many different contexts. No, it's too difficult to police that. So I wouldn't bother. Well, you like spending money and Zane Australia has a lot of that. <laughs> That's true though. This is the this is And you the have a lot of out of, you have a lot of out of work lawyers in Sub America and Zane Australia is wel- welcoming. I'm not sending my law. No, 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 no. I'm sending stuff to Submerica, which is the option that sends me money. (laughs) Option number two. Words themselves can't hurt anyone, counters Bruce Octavian, a free speech advocate. We don't need to be protected from hearing different opinions, for goodness sake. Oh, what a boring place the world would be if we all had the same thoughts. You can't punish people for disagreeing with you. That's crazy. 
I hate my mother-in-law, but if I told her so, then she'd try to stab me with a kitchen knife. Then the problem would obviously be hers, (laughs) not mine. (laughs) So this is, you can't restrict speech. Speech is how we communicate. Let people communicate, even if they're bad people and idiots. What's his name? Octavian someone? Bruce Octavian. What a genius. What a revolutionary (laughs) mind. I like the idea you can say whatever you want, but there might be social consequences against you that the government doesn't have to enforce. Absolutely. And that's why I'm like, once again, I'm okay with him doing what I want to say because if if you decide to get up every morning and spout how you know all these awful things you want to say about people of a different race, horrible person, but sure, you do that. But one one day you get lynched. You can't say it was somebody else's fault. So I'm I'm not I'm not advocating vigilante justice here. I'm just saying there will be consequences, but the government doesn't have to be involved in those consequences. Sure, the community can. And once again, I'm kind of maybe I am spouting for lynch mobs. Maybe that's what we need. Well, can we outsource. This? No, no, no. Okay, so what you what you're getting here, uh, we we saw it uh, with like the Charlottesville demonstrations. Is you you have white supremacists marching, then you have counter Illinois Nazis. Then you have counter protests against them. Mm. Then there is going to be conflict between those two groups, mm-hmm. and that is just the result of speech. But if you said no one's allowed to say Nazi or white supremacy, then those people wouldn't demonstrate and they would continue believing the same things, just not out in public, and mm-hmm. they will still be employed by people who might not want to employ white supremacists. They with, might be married to people who didn't know that they were a white supremacist. With the risks, like Andrew said, he'd rather have all the racist people announcing themselves as racist. Absolutely. I can see the merit to that. But also, how much power do they have if they can't advertise? The downside is, and, and, and the argument for the opposite, is that, yes, if you, if you restrict people from being you know, open about how much they... they you know, have these, you know, a crazy idea that some group of, 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 of people are, you know, d- deserve to die. Um, that if you don't stop that, then other people will see that and maybe be attracted to it just mm. from a network effect, which is a ridiculous argument because you don't hold the opinions you have because of how popular they are. At least I hope people don't. Well, I, I hold the, some <laughs> people do. I'm a firm <laughs> believer and people will follow the crowd. <laughs> we'll talk about it off mic. I have strong opinions. <laughs> Option number three. I agree to an extent, ventures Heidi Vandenberg, my Minister for Domestic Security. But insulting one person is not the same as insulting an entire social grouping. The wrong word in the wrong place and you will have violence on the streets. That's the reality we live in, whether you like it or not. If we want to make any real difference, then we need to nudge cultural values in the right directions with government awareness programs and the like. Educate the masses. Laying down a reactionary law will just fuel resentment in the long run. So she's there, she's saying, education and awareness as opposed to legislation. Now, that's my vote so far. I'm, I'm still That's thinking it's really complicated. That's not the right approach. It's an Australian approach where we encourage uh, engagement and compassion. It has to be option number two. That's the insane Australian approach. What was option two against? I know we just covered it. Is not restricting free there's speech. There's no restriction on free speech. I've let people uh, tell lies about me in the press. I've let people uh, take photos and edit them of me. Like That is all freedom of expression. 
I don't restrict political parties or individuals from saying what they want. And if what they say has merit, then let it be judged on its merits. Isn't option three still allowing that? It's also just educating people so they can make more well educated choices about what they think and say? It's it not is, actually restricting but it's them, right? All, but so that you'll also be restricting what your government can say. And I think in in a, in a country where the government is such a large proportion of the economy and the population, then you have to be responsible for what you're doing to your, for better, lack of a better word, employees and your mm. stakeholders in the government. You, you have to let people say what they think so that they can be judged on their merits. Mm. I don't know. I, th- I think there is a merit to actually just... In- Increasing awareness through people and let them better themselves in that way. It's still a choice. You and can you can have an IQ of two hundred and still be a cunt. Yes, yeah, but let me possible. tell you, Zane Australia, out of the three of our nations, is already the nicest, is already the most compassionate, and already uh, has the the highest employment rate. So those three things combined together mean that we're already a pretty good place when it comes to racism and discrimination. You would expect the public response to be negative favorable. towards yeah. someone who's in inciting genocide or trying to incite genocide. You, you can boil down those three choices to the government goes around beating people up who uh, who don't fit a particular profile. Off the table though. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Or they pick a side to, to favour and let them do all the beating up. Or it's a free-for-all with no government support. People are going to beat each other up. They're, they're going to do it In themselves. this specific case, there is no violence yet. There's just people threatening violence. But yeah, but, and but, in which case, if it goes beyond speech, violence can is already legislated against. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's policed. Yeah. So, okay. And option one is off the table. I think we can all agree. Yes. Regardless of where Good. we're coming from, we agree that- No government truncheons. <laughs> yeah. And Zane is most not to put words in mouth. Most likely going to veto me. I'm still going to select option three. I don't agree. Don't disagree with option two at all. So you want the government to pick a side? I want the and government. Say, this is acceptable. This is not acceptable. When it comes to racial things, I'm interpreting education. It's as a soft ban. Teaching. Number three is a soft ban. The way I've interpreted, I'm interpreting number three isn't that they're going to teach you don't be racist in school. They're going to be teaching you. Here are, here's some different races to familiarize people with, so they don't form prejudices that's, based on ignorance. That's really mm. nice to to, they to say. That <laughs> they definitely explicitly say we need to nudge cultural values in the right direction. So we are actively changing our nation's culture in a direction that we want. And somebody is going to be making the syllabus. Somebody is going to decide what to include and what to not include. Mm. And they're, I mean, not, they're not an angel. I will say, I'm not going to veto you on this point because this isn't like a super damaging thing. It's just not what Zane Straley would usually do. Yeah. Um, but that is definitely a line that Zane Straley would never choose to cross on its own. Honestly, I just like the idea of talking to people while they're young, away from the influence of their families, where they can be tainted because of, you know, Dad worked in a coal mine growing up and happened to have a boss that he didn't like who happened to be of a certain race and now this kid's anti-Semitic. You know, take them away. No, take them away. Put them in a safe environment. Teach them about different people. Okay, you, where they- you've turned this awareness program into a stolen generation pretty <laughs> quickly. Absolutely. Like there was one sentence there where it just switched around. Like I thought nation states was good at that, but you, what you've just done there is scary. So maybe I might veto you. <laughs> well, so I- you're, you're, you're then proposing uh, in, the, in that situation to not expose the child to this 
hateful parent. No, no. Right. To the parents still exist. I'm just giving the child a, another location where they can learn a I, different opinion. No, well, I mean, no what, one's, what they'll learn is that, yeah, this is a different opinion and it's and, and your father's opinion is wrong because it differs from this opinion here. End of the day, right. the kid's going to hear an tip, opinion from school, an opinion from their dad, an opinion from their mum, an opinion from their barista. And, and at the end of the day, it's their choice what their opinion is. But I'm just adding an extra voice but it's to not that. A, but it's not a choice when a government with essentially unlimited funding comes in and says, I don't care about the other opinions. This is the one that is being you, taught in this school. If, if Australia want. Brazil's this, as not Brazil the nation, Brazil the movie. Um, <laughs> sure, yeah, my bad. No, well, <laughs> okay. okay, but if you want a slippery slope argument, this is thought Oh, no, I don't want a slippery slope argument, but I'm going to go option three for <laughs> This is twice in a row that you've gone the ban option. It's not ban. No, two is, a, one is ban, wasn't it? It's a soft ban. Wasn't one no. full ban? Uh, yeah, so- One is- ec- Explicitly, you can't. The, here is a list of words you can't yep. say. Number three is a soft ban of these are the words we would like you to use. Yeah, but it's not a law, and you have a tempt choice. Tempt us, tempt us <laughs> by in, into punishment by not saying these words. But the government not is made promoting illegal. multicultural values with the new "just be nice, okay." That's initiative. what I was saying before. Just be nice to people. Paying taxes is like giving Zane Australia a big hug. Officials say. Comedy, drama, rule, box offices, action, fix, flail. People are happier, enjoying laughs and Economists bullish on the Australian (laughs) economy and wage rises put spring in step, money in pocket. Okay. Biggest ups. There are two above 1%. (laughs) So very little change. Because again, my niceness uh, is very high already. It's gone up 1.2% and my public education already very high at 1.1%. The other ups are... Compassion, inclusiveness, taxation, government size. Taxation, government size are things that I do not want bigger, please. Um, (laughs) Intelligence, pacifism, tourism, average income, economic output, and scientific advancement all up between 0.08 and 0.49. Biggest down uh, is less than 1%. Average disposable income at at 0.72. So they're... Earning more money, but paying more of it to the government. Uh, and so the other downs <laughs> And now were, their Wednesday nights are full with yeah. <laughs> cultural education classes. Um, <laughs> the other downs were crime, agriculture, cheese exports and welfare. Terrific. So it's, it's much of a muchness. Like I said, that's, that's kind of just one step away from what Zane Australia would have done anyway. Uh, but yeah, still, still different. Between between those two options for Zane Australia, there wasn't really much of a downside risk, was there? Because as you said, your niceness is already so high. It's already so high. Yeah. Like um, uh, really, it was a fake issue for Zane Australia, given oh. their niceness <laughs> levels. Like just yeah, but important to address. Yeah. Now, do you want to go next or please? Oh, please go me. Yeah. So I just picked one at random. Of course. So have fun with this. Please don't be about money. <laughs> it's called- <laughs> it's called Shine On, you crazy diamond. What was supposed to be a celebratory occasion, the addition of a flawless and enormous new diamond to the World American National Museum has instead turned into a national embarrassment. Independent experts have released a statement declaring that the stone to be, la- the stone to be lab-created, casting doubt on whether its valuable display should be considered a real gemstone. Somebody gone, Don, and I've been, I've been, Ocean's Eleven. Yep. It's a fake. Is that what I'm getting? No, it's not a fake. This, that it was it's not, a cubic because of cernium, right? It wasn't it's created a in a volcano. It was created in a in lab, a lab. And, that, and that somehow makes it different. 
Sure. I mean, because it's I'd, unnatural. I disagree. It's yeah. probably, probably looks better than natural one. <laughs> Easier to cut, probably <laughs> came out the right shape. All right. <laughs> this isn't my fault, Tremble's gem curator Prudence Bone, responsible for approving the enormously expensive purchase. The dealer assured us it was a real diamond. An opportunity like that only comes up once in a blue moon, so we had to jump on it. There needs to be a law about this. Imitation wares must be clearly labelled as knockoffs, going so far as to arrest dishonest sellers. I see. Okay. Okay. It's yeah, not, it's, it's not about curi- the diamond. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. entirely about copyright. I was so curious where this was going. <laughs> so that's option one. Okay. You can sell them, but you have to label them as not real. Oh, not or not organically right. created, yeah. I guess. Or oh, whatever. Anyway. Oh, not 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 copyright. Um, what's the word for it? Uh, bootlegs. Well, not even bootleg. Oh, kind of bootleg, I guess. Oh, counterfeits. Counterfeits. Yeah. Counterfeits. Gen- genuine. No. What's what's Just the word I'm looking for? Genuinicity. Yeah. Auth- authenticity. authenticity. Yeah. There we go. That doesn't Gen- go f- genuinicity. genuinicity. <laughs> <laughs> You're like me making up words. <laughs> that doesn't go far enough. Roars mining entrepreneur Yuri De Beers waving a diamond that a cane wildly. <laughs> Just think. People buying luxury goods for low prices? These products are terrible for my bottom line and the economy of world America for that matter. Where will your taxes go when every John and Jane can get anything they want for a few big dollars? These lab-created diamonds along with knockoff goods must be banned. And I assume he spits. <laughs> Two more options. De Beers, what, uh, oh, what line, line of work is here? <laughs> I wonder if he has any, uh, any horse in this race. <laughs> So two more options. Okay, so um, absolutely enforce authenticity. So, so yeah, you can um, sell fakes. You just have to just to say, this is not a real yep, diamond. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so, so labeling. Number two, ban. Yes. Unauthentic, inauthentic, ungenuine uh, yep. uh, knockoffs. Yeah. These gems are really fascinating, muses gemologist Clinto, examining a lab-created stone through a microscope. The only difference between lab stones and the real thing is how these scientific marvels lack all of nature's flaws. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. To heck with pulling off rock, pulling rocks from the ground, we should dominate the international market by churning these out of the lab. Think of the boon to our economy when other nations see the quality of the stones we're mining here. No need to tell them the real source, of course. I'm all for that <laughs> option for the record. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was just thinking, if this was left open, you know, you... you uh, it, it comes out that this diamond is is, is lab created, and you're getting your spin team on it. Absolutely, spin it. You know how technologically awesome are we that we created a diamond that can rival uh, the real thing? It fooled curators that do this for a living. Yeah, they're so good. Come and come and speak to the technicians. Let's get some you know scientific cross border mm. uh, cooperation going. So so far, my personal leaning is one: tell people it's fake, but they can still buy it, or three. Let's sell this shit, but that's what option four has. Like, well, num- number one really does come into copyright, right? Because number one is essentially you've got you've got two bags, both saying they're Gucci. Only one comes from the Gucci factory. Yes, right. And you're requiring that people say, "Yeah, it looks like a Gucci bag, but it's not. It wasn't made there." Yep. Final option. This obsession with the extravagance is unhealthy. Admonishes noted ascetic. <laughs> Sell everything. <laughs> Jane Urquhart. Fake? Real? Why does it matter in the end? We're looking to the soul of world America. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
and pull back from worship at the altar of luxury, renounce riches, renounce commercialism, and encourage the people to do the same. Only in this way shall we reach <laughs> true enlightenment. Do that. If I was feeling malicious. <laughs> that would be my vote. I don't like jewellery. Uh, we, right. We've had this discussion just, just before we started recording. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's no. just a whole bunch of hogwash. True, but you shouldn't be compelled. Nope, to compel them. These are said Americans, they're not real people. <laughs> they are real, damn it. I feel for them. Just like their big dogs aren't real dogs. <laughs> well- in the case of number one, if I would be, I would be reluctant to shop again at, at at a retailer after finding out that they sold me something that they said was a thing, and then I found out it was not the genuine article, mm. right? And if I confronted them on it, they didn't admit to it and didn't apologize. I would never shop there again, right? There's uh, the the free market will will sort out will will sort out the um, uh, the inauthentic people pretty quickly. And do a pretty good job of it too, pretty efficiently. Uh, number two, remind me again, that was um, ban the that, unauthentic. That was, yeah, pr- protect the actual diamonds by banning all fakes. Yeah, so if you make make an item that essentially locks in your copyright on it that nobody else can uh, can ever produce anything like yours So ever I again. disagree with that one personally. Yeah, as well. I'm actually, I mean, apart from, okay, it's really for me, it's option one and three are the only real legit minds of inform people they're fake or... Let's just sell them. Yeah. So, so number three, remind me again, is it- Sell them to, to it, other nations because we can make some really sick diamonds. Okay. So it's to fraud the world, really. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm into it. Because <laughs> they're willing to buy it. So that's basically legitimizing that as long as you can make something that is indistinguishable, that's, it's, it's completely like, fine. You can't sell it here, but you can <laughs> export it all you want. That's what it's saying. I don't think it said that we couldn't sell. I'll, I'll, I'll confirm. Bear with me. But but it is basically legitimizing. Um, uh, it just says we should dominate the international market. It doesn't. Say, it doesn't say anything about not selling them here. It just says that we should start selling them internationally. As well. Ah, yeah, as so well. that's like. So if the government says it's real, then it has to be real. No one. Will. <laughs> These are world American authenticated diamonds. There's no real good option here. I have to say, option one was very fair. I'd just say, here's the real, here's the fake, here's the price difference. Make a choice. Yeah, but it compels people to slap on a label saying this isn't Gucci. It looks like a Gucci bag, but it's not Gucci. Yeah, but then they can make a choice. And no, no one's hands are being tied saying you must well, no, buy people, real. People can make a choice in the first place of whether to buy something, you know, a, a, a Gucci bag at a significant discount. You know, and if they're <laughs> if they're not suspicious, uh, and 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 if they don't care about the authenticity, then what what does it matter? So what's wrong with option three, which is just fuck it, sell them. Option three, I guess, because it, it gets the government behind it. It's to- not. Gov- it's it's just saying make it so we can do it. It's, the government isn't selling it, from what I can see. It's my. I'll, I'll confirm. Okay. Well, if the if there are already laws preventing it, and number three is to get rid of the essentially the the, the copyright laws, then it. Ju- okay, I'll read the we phrase. Should go with that. Yeah. Um, to heck with pulling rocks from the ground. We should dominate the international market by churning these out of the lab. Think of the boon to our economy when other nations see the quality of stones we're mining here. Okay, so you've got De Beers with their with their diamond mines and their you know uh, cutters and, and all sorts of things, and you've come along with a rival product that is completely different from that, uh, and you're saying let them compete together. Yep. Absolutely, that is the right answer. So option three. Yeah, we're in agreement. 
That or option one, I would have gone with, because it's just like option one just says, you have all the knowledge, make your choice. If you want to give in and buy the real one and spend $10,000 more, you may- But you don't- It's not that you have all the knowledge. It compels people to be upfront with- with what their with what their product is, and that's not. I don't think that's entirely fair for the, for you to make something that can. You know, what's the difference between two bags that look identical but came from different factories? What is the difference between them? Realist. I mean, I know there's only yeah. the price tag, maybe. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, exactly right. Breaking news: The nation's most productive diamond mine has been operational for seven months. Um, <laughs> neighboring groups celebrate with street party. Closure of outreach program leaves some in limbo. Aww. Cod liver oil cures most diseases. Grandmothers reveal. Oh, that can't be good. <laughs> um, aristocrats welcome um, rising income inequality. <laughs> Less good too. <laughs> um, big up for my retail industry, forty three percent. Corruption up eight, which is not great, but it's not that it's not high anyway. So that's I can manage that. Up three percent. I have tourism, economic freedom, average income of the rich, black market wealth gaps, and average disposable income. Up from two percent. Freedom of taxation, average income, economic output, and rudeness. And up one percent is my economy in general and averageness. As for the downs, interesting. I did not know this could go any lower. <laughs> Law enforcement down 41%, but also crime down 4% is my next biggest. So my crime what? went down, but my law enforcement went down too, which is a nice because trend. You're, because you're no longer policing uh, Counterfeits labeling and, yeah. and, and, and retail fraud, yeah. Um, ideological radicality, charmlessness, and income equality down 3%. Authoritarianism and taxation down 2 and safety down 1%. But all in all, I'm happy to see my law enforcement go down that much because it's, it's it's actually negative 4.5 out of reference. Like it was already really yeah. low, and it's but, the, <laughs> but that ended up having the the effect that that I hoped it would. Yeah, it was good. Of, it was good. The only thing I would the only thing I disliked about it was corruption going up eight percent. But in saying that, like I said, it's it's a it's a little bit of a bump to a stat that's a, you know on one percent. Enough. <laughs> I want to make a decision for Andropolia. It's a good one. Gunning for are we profits. Also, oh, we're not at war anymore. We are at war. But you're not doing a war issue. I can do the war one. No, I don't. I don't mind. I was just like, I've got you into a war. I was just hoping to resolve it before we switch well, this around is, again. This is kind of war related. Anyway, All right. this will kind of channel which 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 direction we we go with the war, mm. in a sense. Okay. Not directly related, but. <laughs> The diplomatic peace process between historic enemies Maxtopia and North Bigtopia mm. is gaining momentum, to the delight of many who have worked hard to end this decades-long conflict. However, many Andropolian defence contractors are feeling less than celebratory, as the outbreak of peace has led to both nations cancelling long-standing and lucrative arms deals. Oh, no. Won't you think of the gun sellers? Oh, please, won't you? <laughs> They've only got 17 <laughs> yachts. We've got cancellations on multiple big-ticket items, including a squadron of blue penguin fighter jets, complains arms manufacturer bigwig Ryan Chicago. Whee! Jobs and profit margins are at risk. If you want a healthy defense industry in this country, you have to <laughs> persuade the two nations to renew their contracts. If that means napalming them until they comply, then so be it. Shall I put you down for a dozen long-range bombers? Oh, my heart <clears throat> bleeds for all the tycoons. <laughs> Ryan Chicago, you are proposing a very, 
a very elaborate plan there. No, 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 no. <laughs> my plan is you buy my stuff, bomb those people. So that those people can buy my stuff and bomb each other, meaning that you won't have to buy any more of my stuff anymore. Really, you'll win in the long run. No. <laughs> if I could if I could spend a veto point to delete that one from the world, I would. You but I can't. You won't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we don't have to be so blatant about things, whispers your new janitor who <laughs> You realise is actually the CEO of Armat Battlefield Systems with an elaborate wig. Ugh. All you need is a dozen of your most loyal and discreet black ops soldiers wearing Maxtopian uniforms and carrying M41s, the rifle of choice of the Maxtopian colonial marine. Send them into North Bigtopia, have them shoot up a government building and make sure they're caught on camera. Next thing you know, we'll all be back in business. False flag. Again. <clears throat> yeah. No, thank you. It's... It's horrible that there are businesses and there are industries that rely solely on death. That yes. the more death and carnage you can create, the 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 more successful they are. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a terrible shame that that happens at all. Number three of four. Sometimes markets change. We just have to adapt, suggests Al Jansen, the pragmatic director of a startup company specialising in fragmentary grenades. <laughs> How many options are there, Andrew? Yeah, there are four. Oh, this, thank this, God. This the <laughs> Maybe the thing to do is to get rid of any restrictions on civilian ownership of military vehicles and weapons and let us make more sales to the masses rather than to nation states. Ah, the American, <laughs> the American way. I mean, what red-blooded young man wouldn't want his own mobile missile launcher? Oh, yeah. Uh, of the three so far, that's the most honest one. That, yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, you, it's, it's not the government getting directly involved. That's exactly no. right. You you make a product yeah. and you are welcome to sell it to anybody who is stupid enough or unethical enough to buy it and use it. Yeah, yeah. If, but if this, if this issue only had those three solutions, yeah. I would definitely be dismissing <laughs> it. Absolutely. <laughs> like, no, we just don't. We now just let them have peace. That's, that's also not... Not a terrible option because uh, guns and, 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 and other weapons aren't necessarily exclusively for killing people. They, sure. they, they can be sporting and you can have a lot of fun, you know, shooting a missile, lobbing a grenade. I've never done either of those, but I have shot firearms and it's, it's, quite, it's, it's quite an interesting sport to, to, mm. to do target shooting. I yeah. don't disagree. I also <laughs> have shot guns. Yeah. I grew up on a farm. Yeah. It's what happens. Yeah. But no, <laughs> just no. Sometimes markets change, and if your change. business right. model yeah. can't handle the new market, then find a new one. But this is exactly don't what, don't beg the government to create a market for you. Well, it's not creating one; it's essentially you know lifting the restrictions. And if the market is there, I don't. Uh, yeah, to be fair, yeah. I was not aware that there were restrictions in Andromeda. Apparently, uh, they are late to the game or <laughs> reading some archaic law. Well, then I, I guess yes, if you chose yeah. that, you wouldn't expect much of a difference. No, then. no. Yeah. Yeah. And number four, be merciful, please. <laughs> Why don't we go with the flow rather than make, <laughs> than make war on the peace process? Asks Diplomatic Corps Director Dorothy Pushkin, bringing you a nice cup of tea. Scale down our military spending, subsidize business interests that can profit from peace in the region, and let our own economy become less dependent on manufacturing the tools of destruction. 
Oh, that's weird, she declares while brushing <laughs> while brushing at a glowing red dot that appears over her chest. <laughs> I mean You gotta be careful. My uncle died a red dot. Yeah. <laughs> Business subsidization is not the Andropolian way. It is not. But four options. Very poor options. It's a it's a it's a serious issue and it's a dangerous yeah. it's a it's a dangerous situation where there is no good option and you have to choose something. And I and I think in this situation there is something to be said for an international responsibility. So That's that's why yeah. we went to war. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I think it has to be option number 4. Okay. Um just because at the moment all of those three other options are looking to increase demand for their product through legislation, which yes. I think is against Andropolian even more than foreign business subsidization. Correct. Yeah. However, I just want to reiterate, we are currently at war with Brazilistan. Yes, but you're not, not neither of these two well, countries num- though, right? Being North Bigtopia and... That's correct, but, but number four, keep in mind, uh, proposes to scale down military spending. Yeah, yep. At a time of war. To be fair, you took the strategic surgical option. Which is why I said this, yeah. the option here would potentially influence yeah. the direction of the war. So I think you, you're, you're making a statement and then you're trying to talk them out of it rather than just invading and taking over. Okay. That's how I, I would imagine Andropoli <laughs> is taking it. Because, again, you don't have a big standing army, do you? It's the largest of all of ours. Yes. Because um, I don't have one. I've got actually, negative let's, armies. Let's, let's look at defence spending or, or um, defence forces, yes. how, yeah, how yeah. we can. I owe other thing. nations money <laughs> because I don't have an army and they have to protect me. So number one was to uh, – oh, God, what was it? Uh, to Napalm, um, Bigtopia and uh, – Sorry, North Bigtopia and Maxtopia into into buying into renewing their contracts. Mm. Number two was to launch a series of false flags to get them to go, go back to war and abandon peace. Number three was to lift restrictions on civilian ownership of uh, firearms firearms manufactured in Andropolia. And number four is to scale down military spending and subsidize business interests that um, profit from peace. Mm-hmm. And going I'm sticking with, with four. sticking with that one. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to veto you on that. I think I will. No, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no holes in this race. No, I think that's. I, I think that's a. That's a. Good it's call a tough on one, one. It, but like, it is. That's right. When choosing to either escalate or de-escalate, I, I, Zane Australia will always lean towards de-escalation. Mm, that's yeah. not true. <laughs> Old Definitely war- true. <laughs> Absolutely not true. I, war- offer, I offered you peace at every step, <laughs> said America. Tainted peace, <laughs> and we didn't need peace. There was no war. <laughs> Old warplanes and tanks that break down can't be repaired since no one makes parts anymore. Aww. The Andropoli Sentinel reports big business applauds government support. Okay, so there must have been a lot of businesses in the wings. Yeah. I guess war-torn nations struggle to have productive economies. I wish I, I wish the, the, the subsidization wasn't a part of that, yeah. that option. That yeah, would have yeah. been better. Uh, but anyway, economic slump minor, temporary, experts say. Foreigners confused by Andropolian customs, tourist operator says, at least they're still coming. And an international body praises Andropolian development. Hooray. Pacifism in Andropolia up. 20,000%. A staggering 26%. Wow. 
Yeah. Uh, business subsidization up 6.4. From How, probably nothing. W- to it's, n- it's up to negative 8.3. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we've still got a fair way to go yeah, before, yeah. before we're even at zero. Uh, safety and the economy up 2%. And uh, we're up 1% on the Human Development Index, index and Lifespan. We've cracked through 55 Right. It's good. Congratulations. It's a, it's a good yeah. <laughs> as far as the downtrends are concerned, government size down 2.5%, as is taxation. Corruption down 8%. We are down to one kickback per hour. Uh, weaponization down 135 so this has yeah. civilian ramifications as well. Manufacturing as a whole, unfortunately, down 25%. Defense forces down 36%. And arms manufacturing, the biggest hit uh, of this week. Down forty four percent. Right. So, so, do you want to do you want to look at arms manufacturing or do you want to look at weaponization? Uh, weaponization or defense forces? Oh, uh, oh, there is defense forces. Yes, let's look at that. Let's look at that. So, I think that's positive for Andropolia. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it's I'm, a good move. There's I'm no, no with that. big movements in negative no. directions. Can we just go around and just say what we started on? Because I'm curious. Yeah, absolutely. Fourteen seventy four point eight three. Okay. You mean like all the other times that we do this? Oh, no, no, no. One of us normally says but we started and ended <laughs> ah, yes, okay. and it's difficult to compare. Defence forces. So what did you start on, Zane? 1474.83. So we started, Andropolia started on 1286 for war preparedness. Okay, so I did start almost, almost half lower than where Zane is. I was started on, well, not half, but um, 887 was my max. Where are we all sitting now? So currently, Andropolia... From 1286 is down to 495, and it went down very quickly. I, went I mean, none of us have actively spent a lot of money on military. It's just sometimes no. issues have called for some funding to be pushed towards. But for that all direction. the but for all the civilian weaponization in Andropolia, it's the the graph is rather surprising. Oh, I think yeah, you'll see yeah. where it drops almost immediately, and then never really recovers. It's been as low as 400. Um, and uh, as high after after an an initial big drop, uh, as high as eight hundred, so yeah. it's well well below the starting point, and it's currently at around four ninety five. If mine was someone's heart rate monitor, we'd be looking at a dead person. Yeah, because um, <laughs> I've gone up once since dropping, but realistically, it's all been downhill. And I'm on negative six point three. Wow, so, oh, that's because you eliminated your yeah. military entirely. Like my person almost survived and then completely flatlined <laughs> shortly after it. <laughs> almost Mine, made me come back. Uh, I, uh, very early I had a little jump up to 1548 and then it's just kind of been a pretty steady down to where I'm currently at, which is negative uh, 5.48. Yeah, so we're pretty much the same. So yeah. you're also, despite your dinosaur... Yep, uh, armored yeah. dinosaurs. Because he wanted to be. Remember, he wanted to have dragons, and I said no. <laughs> that would be a lot higher if it wasn't for me. You're welcome. You and your bloody I mean, dragon soldiers. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome, human race. <laughs> You're welcome, anyone on the planet. You have giant irradiated dogs. That's only because I can't catch them. <laughs> okay. I'm just like we don't want them, but now they're here and they're almost in charge. They're. They're developing a society. They vote. I mean, like, you tell them that they don't deserve the There's vote. three of them. <laughs> they okay. have three heads each, so it's like dealing with nine of them. So how, many, po- how many civilians do you have? Uh, more like than nine, but they're very big yeah. dogs. <laughs> and Andropolia, ha- having the only army, as, yeah. as it turns out, of the three of us, is also the only one on this righteous crusade to uh, end child slavery. 
Brazilistan. <laughs> I've got negative That's six. That's why we're going to war. Which yeah. to me means that I may actually just have some of your army is in- I've got some. You've, yeah, you've I've got borrowed an army somewhere. You've just got a contractor that shows up for, <laughs> for a few well, hours every week. How else do you have negative people? No, no, no. You've either got zero no, no, or no, you've no, taken no. them so somewhere. So the most uh, secure against foreign aggression. So it's it's war, so you're war actually where you're actually going, you're attracting foreign aggression. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Because we're so righteous, <laughs> but in a good way. And that's the thing. In Australia, whenever we've had a conflict with ever, anyone, it's been uh, either diplomatic or economic Yes, the, the the lengths we've gone to, we've never actually invaded or killed anyone. Anytime somebody waves a stick at us, we're just like, well, I guess we'll just go play in the other. Yeah, take yard. some territory. <laughs> take some territory. You obviously was, really want it. I was just going to say, we've all had a rebellion in in our in our countries. But I made friends when I did does, mine. Does everybody remember how they reacted? Yeah, because I made Seb, friends. Seb absolutely ceded territory. Yeah, fuck yeah. them. Uh, um, I cut them to off the and waited for them to come crawling back. You cut off their power, and I think I went to war. No, 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 you no, made no, it legal no. to secede. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I put in the steps for them to essentially become independent down the line if they wanted Point to. Point of yeah. order. I give them land. I'm a moron. He gives them the right to own their land through a slightly different channel. National hero. I never. I, oh, I oh, no, never. This is him. Ever called Andrew a national hero? <laughs> oh, no, I'm accusing. I'm looking at you because where my mic is, but this is all him. He, he's always like, oh, I can't believe your nation just rolled over. But you just make you just gave them a fucking form to fill out. That's the only difference. That's you weird. had paperwork, and I just said, nah, just take it. The bureaucracy is is alive and well. <laughs> This is bullshit. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this is it. That's the end. That's the end of this episode. Uh, you know where to find us. Talk to us on Facebook. Talk to us on Twitter. And go to our home on the web. That's not canon.com for all the other podcasts on the network. There are millions of them now. And by millions, I mean at least 35. So go check them out. <laughs> we can all die happy when we hit 100, right? <laughs> <sighs> so much work. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> Until then, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of Oh, Nation. objection! Finally. I have been Sebastian of whatever the hell Zane's Nation's called, Zanstrasia. That's what it's going to be called <laughs> if I get it next round. I am the one that has not changed my name to something ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you. Um, until I get the vote. That's exactly right. I have been the Papal Prince of World America. Yep. Andy Schossler, whatever it is. You know, it's the Postman Pat. The, po- the Postman Pat of politics. <laughs> yep. <Yes. There> we- <laughs> You're welcome. Not, not the papal prince. <laughs> and also Andrew Polio is here. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.